So the journey of being a new head of people within any organization is always pretty scary, right? I think it's scary, it's interesting, it's, it's exciting, it's, it's dynamic, and it's one that I think needs to be carefully cur- curated and, and, and structured. You know, the E1B2 Collective, we're taking on a new client recently, and right now we're going through onboarding. And during the onboarding experience, we're being, I'm being very thoughtfully, um, we're, we're thoughtfully curating the onboarding experience and downloading a lot of context, asking a lot of impactful questions and questions that will give us the context and the information that we need to be able to make, to make accurate decisions. You know, as a head of people, your first 90 days, your first six months and the decisions that you decide to move on. The strategy that you decide to lay out to best case scenario, your direct report as the CEO, COO, and my own personal opinion, worst case scenario, you're reporting into the CFO because, and that's just a sidebar, but we'll, we'll talk about it for one moment here. I don't believe ahead of people should ever, should ever be reporting to the CFO and and having the CFO and the company at large hold any and all people operations and people variables hostage to the inevitable dollars and cents and the projections of dollars and cents and finances. Like you should never make people decisions based off of an abundance or lack thereof finances. I never believe that's a good move. I don't believe you should do things because you have a lot of money. I don't believe you shouldn't do things because you don't have a lot of money. As it pertains to people operations. I've seen a lot of organizations throw a lot of money at really fancy, intricate HR tech that can impact DE&I, that can impact recruiting, that can impact HRS systems, that can impact policy, whatever it's going to be. And you're just throwing money at fancy things and those things don't come true. Those things don't work. Those things don't. They're not cutting it. Right. So. That human being, right, that head of people should never report into the CFO. That's just one, one man's humble opinion. But there are a number of questions that one should be asking, that head of people should be asking when they go to kind of do their organizational tour, if you will. So I want to go through a few. I'll just pick out some of my favorites, something that I think is incredibly important, some, something I think that a lot of organizations should be thinking about. The first question I think that everyone should be thinking about if you're ahead of people listening, as you're entering an organization, is going to each and every person that you can get to and say, how did you end up at the company? Like, how did you get here? What was your path? When you ask that broad question, what you're going to find and what you're going to get is you're going to get a little bit of a peek into someone's personal situation and context. Someone's personal variables. Someone's personal situation. This will help you understand someone's personal motivation. This will allow you to understand their vision. This will allow you to understand their fears. The things they came from that maybe were not great, negative, bad, whatever the case is going to be. Another question you should ask is, when you made the decision to work at this company, what were a few non-negotiables and or priorities That's a big question. And you want to try to build enough psychological safety with your body language, with your eyes, with your tonality of your voice, 
to have them give you the real answer. Because very similar to how we do in Beyond Resume, very similar to the how we do in Beyond Brand, and very similar to the overall thesis and ethos that I believe in, we need the honest truth no matter how good, bad, or indifferent it is. You want to know at a granular level why someone made the decision to work here and what were some of the non-negotiables and priorities that they did not make the, de- the decision to, to explain proactively to the organization, to the recruiters, to the hiring manager. You want to know what those are. Because the second question I'm going to ask connected to this is going to give you a nice insight of why this question is incredibly important. So once you go about figuring out and understanding why some of the non-negotiables and priorities are where they are, you then want to ask, have any of those priorities or non-negotiables changed? Do you believe the organization has met those non-negotiables and priorities? And if so, please explain how. And if not, this is a safe place. We would love to learn a little bit more. It's incredibly important to do this. It's incredibly vital to do this. Doing something like this creates enough of a psychological safety variable in the mind of that employee within your first 90 days of being there that, okay, things may be different with this set of people. My time here may be taking a turn for the good. We may be, I may be looking at someone that genuinely gives a shit. Because as you unpack the non-negotiables, as you unpack the priorities, what you're going to run into and what you're going to find is the following. Let's say they unpack certain things that you know is my favorite, decision-making, workflow. Maybe salary comes up. Maybe opportunity comes up. Maybe career mapping comes up as a few non-negotiables, as a few priorities that were that were exciting for them to make the decision. And maybe they tell you very proactively, and very honestly, that they did not do their due diligence prior to accepting the role contextual to these non-negotiables and priorities. Now you as a head of people can make it a priority to meet with that person's supervisor and see what you can do to make their non-negotiables, make their priorities come true. Another question you can ask is you can say, walk me through some of the worst leadership experiences that you've had with your t- during your tenure here. What made them horrible? What were some of the takeaways that you had? And what you're going to find with that question is you're going to find if, number one, you've already garnered and, and created enough psychological safety. Number two, you're going to be able to see how much natural psychological safety exists within the teams and the organization, because that's a that's a beautiful variable right there. You want to see how much honesty is embedded within the company that currently exists without you doing anything, without any change management initiatives happening. Any human being comes into my life today and you sit down and you're flying the wall and you have a conversation, you, you observe a conversation with myself and my mother you're going to see that there's an incredible amount of psychological safety that already naturally exists where you will hear her explain and be very honest and and, and vulnerable about things that are good and bad about us. A therapist would love my my mother and I. 
Because in order for a head of people to help any team, any organization, any company, I believe there has to be a certain level of natural psychological safety that exists so that we can get to the raw elements of the truth, so that we can get to the raw elements of the, the scary and dangerous and complex variables of change management, so that we can actually start making some shit happen, so policies can change, best practices can be implemented, People can be helped. You also want to ask, what am I not seeing or hearing? What do you think I should be listening for, looking out for? Who else should I talk to? Are there any promises that were made to you that we as an organization have not fulfilled? How does that make you feel? Do you have any thoughts that are valid that can support and back the organization? And do you have any thoughts that you believe are not valid? Where the organization has and will continue to make excuses of why they have not committed to the promises they said they would, they, they, that they would commit to. Right? If you were to put your, yourself in the shoes of the organization, what would they say? These questions are different. I think a lot of head of people, head of people's coming to organizations talking about compensation, looking at benefits, looking at policies, just generally taking a pulse on how the happiness is within the organization, doing a survey or two. They're trying to make the CFO happy, the CEO happy, key stakeholders within the organization happy. I want you to go straight to the source of the truth. The mass majority of the employees at a thousand person company, let's call it the 800 that are not leaders, that are not supervisors. Because in a thousand person company, you're probably having anywhere between one to 250 of, of leaders, supervisors, C-suite. And then the rest, which is seven, 800 people. Those are the majority. You want to hear from the majority. You want to go straight to the people. You want to be a person for the people. You want to put power into the people's hands. You want to put employees first. Because if you think about all the questions that I just asked, every single question is impactful. Every single question can lead to a policy change, can lead to a change management initiative, can lead to a new decision, can lead to an adjustment, can lead to more retention, can lead to, can lead to reducing attrition can lead to more engagement, can lead to an increase of productivity, can lead to an adjustment of who should be a leader and who should not be a leader, could lead to a really impactful and substantial conversation that could lead to a strategy call, that could lead to a big opportunity, that could lead to more finances coming into the organization, that could lead to more innovation. Every single question I ask could lead to a multitude of different things. And you as a head of people should be responsible for that and should be thinking thoughtfully about how you're going to enter the organization. It's just true. So, as always, just a few thoughts. Hope you enjoy. Thanks a lot.